The Lord has smiled upon us one more time as we again greet you in peace and thank him for this amazing opportunity to simply be blessed by his holy word. Word for the day is living through our shame. Hebrews 12 and 2 says, because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he's seated in a place of honor beside God's throne. What would life be like for us if we never experienced shame? Imagine never feeling unworthy, inadequate, or like you have to prove yourself. What risk might you take if shame didn't hold you back? Unfortunately, we live in a broken world, and shame is no stranger to us. In fact, shame is one of the first emotions that shows up after the first sin. So what is shame? Shame is that overwhelming feeling that our mistakes become our identity. Let's take it back to the garden. God tells Adam and Eve they're free to help themselves to anything except the fruit from one tree. The serpent convinces Eve to try it. She convinces Adam, and shame quickly swoops in. Instead of running to God to admit they made a mistake, they feel led to try to hide and cover themselves up. We do this too. We make a mistake, and our instinct is to hide it. Or we're too embarrassed, ashamed, or prideful to admit to God and to others that we simply messed up. So we stew in our shame, feeling alone and broken. Guilt says eating the fruit was wrong. Shame, on the other hand, it says you're bad because you ate the fruit. Guilt can often be the gateway to repentance, strengthening our relationship with God. You see, shame keeps us stuck in sin. Distance from God is never a good thing. But when we follow Jesus, we don't have to live in shame. Jesus' empty tomb is the resounding call for shame to come off of you. Jesus, just look at what Jesus did for us. For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross, regardless of the shame, and he sat down at the right hand of God. Hey, family, can you imagine how much shame Jesus endured as he faced that cross? He was naked, beaten beyond recognition and about to die a very public death, and yet he endured the shame of the cross so that we could overcome shame once and for all. That's why the answer to shutting down shame isn't self-help. It's not doing good things. It's not telling ourselves we're awesome. It's not ignoring the mistakes or compensating for them. The answer to shame is an empty grave. And when we focus less on what we've done and more on who God is and what he's done for us, we're on our way to conquering that shame. But next time you're trapped in a toxic, shameful spire, convinced that you've done something to disqualify you from the family of God, here's the truth I need you to declare. I'm not bad. Because of Christ, I'm forgiven. That's Romans 8 and 1. I'm not broken. Because of Christ, I'm loved. That's John 3.16. I am not enough, but Christ in me is more than enough. That's Romans 8 and 37. What lie is shame telling you? Shut it down with the truth of God and then look yourself in the mirror and give God glory. You want to know why? Because God gives us the strength to grow through our shame. Give him glory, saints, because you know he's worthy. In Jesus' name, amen.